Good morning, dance teachers, and welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast, where I help dance teachers and studio owners dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. I'm your host, Jessica Strong. I'm the creative director and owner of Dance to Learn. In today's episode, I am talking about teaching the dance concepts with a focus on the concept of tempo. Good morning, dance teachers and studio owners. Happy Tuesday and welcome to another episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. I hope you all had a very happy Thanksgiving last week. And if you noticed, I did not share a new podcast last week, but I am back today with a new episode. Now, today's episode is part of a greater series on our podcast called Teaching the Dance Concepts. I have covered the importance of teaching the dance concepts in Season 2, Episode 3, as well as Season 2, Episode 4, where I discussed the concept of space. I have shared a link in today's podcast cast description if you happened to miss those first two episodes in this series. So today I am talking all about tempo. Tempo is the rate of speed or the pace of which an activity is performed. And in dance, tempo oftentimes refers to the music that we are dancing to. Is it fast or is it slow? So to quickly review, let's go over some of the dance concepts that we learn in the Dance to Learn program. So our dancers will learn 14 dance concepts throughout their first three years of dance. And those concepts include space, tempo, size, levels, directions, pathways, positional concepts, body shapes, anatomy, weight, energy, relationships, patterns, and sequencing. And today, as I've mentioned before, we are focusing on the concept of tempo. So why do we need to learn tempo in dance? So learning about tempo is a really important skill since dance is mostly bringing music to life. So by teaching students the elements of tempo, we help develop their overall understanding of the way musical elements work together to create feelings and impressions. These and other listening exercises will lay the foundation for future compositions and better performances. We start by discussing simple elements such as is the music fast or slow? As we explore tempo more, we can also begin exploring more advanced elements of tempo such as acceleration or slowing down. And then Finally, we can also explore different rhythms and beats. Well, let's talk about some ways that we can teach the concept of tempo in our dance classes. So the first thing I want to talk about today is our use of visual aids. 
So how can we visualize tempo in our classes? In our May I Dance in the Garden theme, which happens during the month of May, we explore different items that we may find in a garden. And when we explore tempo that month, we explore three different types of animals or insects that we may find in the garden. So we have these three animals or insects printed on our visual aids to discuss this concept. So the first insect that we might have is the snail. How do you think the snail moves? If you guessed slow, you're correct. In dance, we may often hear a slow series of movement be described as adagio. Now the second animal we discuss is a frog. Now a frog will move a little bit faster than a snail. So he's most likely moving at a medium pace between fast and slow. In dance, we may hear that referred to as andantino when it pertains to tempo. The last insect we may see in the garden is a butterfly or a bumblebee. Now when compared to a snail or frog, our butterflies and bumblebees move much, much faster. In dance, a fast or quick movement may be referred to as allegro. Now in our program, when we present these visual aids, we follow four steps to ensure that we are encompassing the whole child. So the first thing we do is we see the visual. So we will see the snail and we will discuss whether or not we think the snail moves at a fast, slow, or medium pace. After discussing what we think, we will say the tempo. For example, the snail moves slow. Everyone say slow. In dance, we may hear slow described as adagio. Everyone say adagio. And the dancers would repeat the words slow and adagio back to you, the instructor. Next, we have a manipulative. So for example, maybe we have some mushrooms printed on a piece of paper and we've laminated a snail and we ask the class to move the snail slowly, weaving in and out of the mushrooms on their visual aid. Now, in lieu of that, we could also have an image of our snail, the line of mushrooms, and then a line weaving in and out of the mushrooms that each dancer can trace. And of course, they would trace the line slowly like a snail. Lastly, we would perform the visual aid and explore movements like the snail. So maybe we would crawl really low on the ground, really slowly like a snail would. Or maybe we would tiptoe walk really slowly like a snail. So then we would repeat this process for the frog as well as the butterfly. Using visuals with images and items that students are familiar with will help them better grasp and retain the information they are learning, especially when it pertains to an abstract concept such as tempo. So now let's talk about props. How can we use props to teach the concept of tempo? 
Well, one of the easiest props that I can think of that we can use to teach tempo is musical instruments, since tempo relates directly to music. So a tambourine can be a really great prop for musical exploration. You can shake the tambourine fast and fly like a butterfly, shake the tambourine slow and crawl slowly like a snail, shake the tambourine at a nice steady pace and move andantino like a frog as you frog jump. Another great musical instrument for these types of tempo explorations could also be egg shakers, maracas, drums, and rhythm sticks. Another great prop that I think works wonderfully when teaching the concept of tempo is scarves. So I think scarves are great because it will allow your dancers to visualize the different tempos. Maybe the scarves are butterflies and your butterfly is flying really, really fast. So you chasse around at an allegro pace, but you wave your scarves with you, flying quickly like they're your butterfly wings. Next, oh no, your butterfly is getting tired. So you start to slow down, and this time you're going to march and wave your scarves at a nice medium pace to represent that Arantino tempo. And then lastly, maybe your butterfly is about to land on a flower so you slow down even more to an adagio pace. And this time you start doing a slow beret turn, moving your scarves really slowly. Now that your butterfly has landed, you perform an arabesque to sip some nectar. And now your butterfly is ready to fly away again. So now you're gonna start from that slow tempo, accelerating, into your quick tempo. So that would be a great way to also discuss how music can slow down or accelerate speed up. Hello dance teachers and studio owners. I am interrupting today's episode with a quick announcement. Dance to Learn is excited to introduce Dance Teacher Memberships. Our membership packages allow you to access our lesson plans, digital downloads, and virtual worksheets on a monthly schedule and at a lesser price than purchasing items a la carte. We have two memberships available. The first is our Dance Teacher Membership, which gives you access to all of our digital download and virtual worksheet lesson plans each month. You can try this membership for $1 for your first month. After that, you have access for $14 a month. The second membership is our Dance Educator Package, which includes all of our digital downloads, virtual worksheets, and our video lesson plans plus teacher guides. You can try the educator package for $5 for your first month. After that, the regular price is $49. You can find these memberships and more on our website, learn.dancetolearnuniversity.com. Now back to today's podcast episode. So now let's talk about songs. What are some fun songs that can help us teach the concept of speed? 
A really great song about fast and slow is the Fast and Slow, The Rabbit and the Turtle song by the Lori Berkner Band. And I really like how this song would fit in perfectly to any lesson plan about animals or even our garden theme. Hap Palmer also has a song called Slow and Fast, and I really like this one when using scarves because we can watch the scarves move slowly and fast, 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 fast. Additionally, I have used this song with my parachute play, and it works really great for that as well. Another song that I like is called Xylophone, and it's an instrumental-only song, and it fits in so well with your musical instrument exploration, such as shaking eggs, maracas, or rhythm sticks. I have linked these three songs in today's podcast description for your reference. And lastly today, let's talk about dance exploration that we can perform to explore the concept of tempo. So an easy one is freeze dance. And now if you know me or have been following Dance to Learn for a while, then you'll know that I am not a huge fan of freeze dance. I don't play it often and if I do include freeze dance, it must have a learning curve to the game that reverts back to our concept that week. So for the concept of tempo, I would have three different songs picked out for each animal or insect that's in our garden. For example, I would pick song number 14 on Kimbo's Music for Ballet, for the Ballet Dancer album, excuse me, for our snail and our adagio tempo. Song number five on that same album I would use for our frogs and our andantino tempo. And lastly, I would use song six for our allegro or fast tempo. And we'd listen to the three songs and discuss the different tempos. Then I would assign each tempo a dance move. For example, we will beret or tiptoe walk slowly like a snail. We will saute like a frog at a medium tempo. And then we will chasse really quickly like a butterfly. The last step is giving freeze stations, which can be marked by hula hoops or other spots around the room. This is where the dancer will freeze when the music stops. So a snail might freeze in a low shape, maybe on all fours, like it's in its shell. A frog would maybe freeze in a medium shape, something like a plie, or even on their hands and feet, like they would in a frog jump position. And a butterfly would probably freeze in a tall shape, maybe doing something like an arabesque, like they were sipping nectar from a flower. So we'd practice these movements with our song first, and then we'd get started by playing the game a few times to explore the three different tempos and how we can move our bodies like different animals and insects. Another fun way to explore the concept of tempo is an obstacle course. I also like obstacle courses for the visual cues that they provide dancers because that helps them remember what comes next in the sequence. So if we are in a garden, I may leave out a crawling tunnel for our slow snails to crawl through. 
Next, I might use some green poly dots for our frogs to jump on, like lily pads. And they would jump on those lily pads at a moderate tempo. And then the last station, I may lay out some jump ropes or even pool noodles cut in half to make a pathway. And then at the end of that pathway, I would add a hula hoop. And this is where our butterflies would chasse quickly through those jump ropes, then land on their flower or inside their hula hoop and sip some nectar by performing an arabesque. All right, dance teachers, those are my thoughts today on teaching the concept of tempo. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please let me know by subscribing to our podcast so you can catch future episodes of the Dance to Learn podcast. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. If you are loving the podcast, please be sure to subscribe. Also, please leave a five-star review and I may feature your review in an upcoming episode. Any review I feature will receive a $10 Amazon gift card. I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you continue to dance, learn, and grow. Bye!